and welcome to Speaking Frankly. I'm your host, Janae Frank. This podcast is all about love, life, pain, and everything in between. Real talk for real people from a writer's perspective, done through storytelling, interviews, and plain old straight talk. This week's episode is called Love Jones. Hopefully everybody out there loves the movie Love Jones because if you don't, you just need to go ahead and turn this episode off. Love Jones is all about finding the one, finding your true love, your soulmate out there in the world. Today, I'm going to talk to a very special guest. His name is Kadar Hefner. He is a pretty cool dude. I met he and his wife this summer. My husband and I were out for a date night and we ran into this couple at the bar and we just kind of struck up a conversation. And at first it was kind of one of those things where you're like, okay, you know, hi, how you doing? You know, the weather's nice, whatever. But then you get to talking to people and you realize, wow, this was not by coincidence. This was actually one of those things where I think it was in God's plan because the conversation that we had, we literally talked about love, life, pain, and everything in between. And this guy is really the truth. Let me tell you, forget Steve Harvey, definitely forget Derek Jackson. You have to check out my last podcast about that. He really has some amazing, amazing ideas about relationships, about strengthening marriages, and he really cares. So look for him one day. I'm telling you, his name is going to be in lights. He's going to write a book, have a movie. So watch out, Steve Harvey. This guy is the truth, and he's coming from a perspective of not being a dog and running the streets and then trying to give women the game. He's coming from a married man's perspective of doing the right thing. And when things are hard, you know, he's going to tell you what he does. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Mr. Kadar Hefner. There, Mr. Hefner, how are you doing? Welcome. Uh I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. How are you today? Oh, doing fantastic. I am so excited for our listeners to hear the love doctor himself, <laughs> Mr. Hefner. Do you get a lot of uh, jokes behind your last name? Uh, definitely do. Um, there, there's always the, you know, the wink <laughs> and the nod about... <laughs> You know, Uncle Uncle Hef and Uncle Huey and all this, all these other things. But uh, no relation. You know, I live in the Midwest. I'm, I'm not out in California. You know, uh, laying in the grotto. <laughs> You're not in the grotto. No. 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 As I said, I have met this man, and he is a phenomenal husband. So we're talking about husband type things, right? Relationships. <laughs> We're not yeah, talking about the other absolutely. stuff. There's, you know, it's uh, there's only one bunny in my boat. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Your beautiful wife. Well, fantastic. So you want to tell us how long you've been married, Kadar? So um, my wife and I, we have been together for 21 years. Oh, and wow. uh, we just recently celebrated our 17th wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Um, on September 4th. That's fantastic. That is amazing. So you are definitely qualified to talk about what we're about to get into, right? I was I, I was told that once I hit ten years that I that I was allowed to uh, give advice. <laughs> oh, it's ten years. So after you get over the seven year itch, then <laughs> yeah, I, I, I say I was I was told by told by you know told by the old heads that 
you know, once you once you hit ten years, you become a veteran. At that point, you can give advice. Anything less than that, you, you just play your part and listen to <laughs> listen to the older people. I love it. I love it. Well, what do you think today about our topic, Love Jones? What does that movie mean to you? You know, it's been wow, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. I know, um, but you know, quite honestly, I think I think from from what I can remember is um, I mean, it's about getting out there and actually finding the right person versus That's it. just finding you know Mr. Right now. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, mean, I can I can definitely agree with the fact that uh, people um, actually want to take the time and effort. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe take a couple lumps along the way mm-hmm. to actually find the right person versus just finding who's available today. Amen. Amen. We are going to get all into that. So let's just dr- jump right into it. So, Kadar, what made you fall in love with your wife? What were the qualities that you said, kind of like Darius Love Hall on Love Jones, when he saw Nia Long and he just knew that was the one for him? You know, quite honestly, it was it was the fact that she was she was different. Um, mm-hmm. You know, up up until that point, you know, we we met when I was young. Okay, um, I was twenty years old, I believe, and um, mm-hmm. she wasn't she wasn't enamored with me. Oh, uh, so you I, like I was, it? You like I a was, chase, huh? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I, you know, kind of, um, you know. Coming up in high school and different things, you know, I was decent looking guy, and you uh-huh. know, the, the the voice seemed to work for me. So <laughs> that disc know. jockey voice seemed to work for you, huh? Yeah, yeah. So you know, female attention wasn't really an issue. Um, but okay. Then I bumped into her. Uh, we actually went to high school together. Okay. Um, and just had mutual friends, um, and so I knew who she was, she knew who I was. But right when we actually became, you know, started to become an item. Mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of taken back by the fact that she she wasn't enamored by me. You know, I, I was just a interesting I was just a new. I was just another person. To her very very interesting. So I do know that a lot of men they like the chase. Sometimes it's about the chase, and then they, once they get it, then they're like on to the next. So was it was it a little bit of a chase? Is that what it was? Well, you know, um, I, I, I think at first I, I you know it was just. You know, we were just kind of getting to know each other, and then I, what I realized is that um, this is this hasn't been nearly as easy um, <laughs> as it had been before. So I, I knew something was going on. She was a challenge. Um, she was a challenge. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I I knew it was an issue when mm-hmm. uh, my mom pulled me to the side and she says, "Oh, this one must be special." And I said, well, "What do you oh, mean?" Oh, how did she know? Mama knows. And she said, well, she's been around for more than 90 days. Oh, not 90 days. Are we talking about the 90s? Okay, so we're talking about the 90 day rule. Is that a Steve Harvey type thing? <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not 100% sure what, what Steve Harvey's 90 day rule is. Um, <laughs> That was just kind of something that kind of, I think it grew holistically. Um, and after about 90 days, you know, I kind of uh, would push on uh, and, and see what else was out there. Okay. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. So what was the, besides her being a challenge, what would you say you decided this is the one and she has to be in my life and I'm going to marry this woman? 
Um, wow. That's that's a heavy question. Um, it is. <laughs> you know, it it, 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 it took time. It, it, it wasn't it, it wasn't something within, you know, three, four, six months yeah. that, that that really allowed me to get there. Okay. Um it was it was about three years later. Okay. Uh, we, were, we were still together and I was on the way to work. Mm-hmm. And a song came on the radio. Um, it okay. was by the group Ideal. Oh. And the song was I'll Never Let You Go. Uh-huh. And as I was listening to the song, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, that's, that's my wife. Aw. And I, I, I knew at that very moment, 100%, there was, there was no turning back. I think it was a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. And <laughs> yes, it was on a Tuesday. I love and it. And I got paid on the coming Friday, and I put the ring on layaway on that Friday. Wow. What a story. I love it. Does she know this story? <laughs> um, You know, I, 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 she knows the, 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 the first part of it. I don't think she, I may not have told her about the fact that I put it on layaway that exact same week. Because you knew. You were like, I'm locking this down. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew at that very moment. I mean, it was just like it was. It was, it was almost like the, the the thing in the movies where you know the guy walks in the room and you know the doves fly and the, the <laughs> halo and you know, the people are singing in the background. Oh, I love it. It was. It was like at that very moment, I knew one hundred percent. You knew that, that this was the person I had to be with. I love it. Like Neo in the Matrix, when you you have to know that you're the one, but you knew in that moment she was the one. Yes, absolutely. I love it. So as much as we talk about qualities that, you know, we have to have in a spouse or in a relationship, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, what is it that you think men don't want? Because I feel like that's just as important as saying what we want. Because what we want, isn't that kind of universal? I mean, people want similar things. You know, people want trust and loyalty and affection and you know, they want their best friend, all these things. But we don't talk about what people don't want. What do you think about that? You know, quite honestly, I mean, I I, I would have to say that I think what men don't want is, is a burden. Oh, okay, a um, burden. You know, we generally live our lives in a way that we're we try to improve the lives around those, improve the lives of those around us. Yes. You know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't go to work and I'm not involved in the community because it's something that I get praised for or mm-hmm. that I, I think is cool. Right. I do it because it, it helps improve the life of my family. It helps improve the life of those around me. And so right. w- what I need is someone who can actually mirror my hustle. Oh, um, I love you know, it. Don't, you know, I, I don't, I don't want, I don't want someone that I have to tag along or pull along, um, you know, because of the different things I'm involved in, you know, we go to black tie events and Mm -hmm. I I want to be able to know that I can introduce her to the people at the table, people around the room and then walk away if I need to. So are we talking about being equally yoked? Is that kind of what we're talking about here? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because okay. the thing is that with, with, with my personality, um, you know, I'm, I'm up front, I'm, I'm high energy, I can mm-hmm. be brash at times, you know, a, a quiet, uh, meek person 
Mm-hmm. Um, we get run over. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that you can admit that. I feel the same way, Kadar. I feel like I have to have a very strong man. <laughs> I don't know what would happen. <laughs> I might yes. chew him up and spit him out. So. <laughs> yeah, and I, and, I, and I believe the exact same thing. I mean, it's like you know, I, I, I you know, I, I, I'm with my equal. I mean, I and can't... you are with your equal. So let's yes. talk about that. Okay, so we are talking about being equally yoked. I know in the Bible, they talk about being equally yoked and how important that is. And so what does that mean to you? You know, I think, I think it's, it's someone who reflects me and, and, and I reflect them. Um, I, I, I think that, you know, what you put out there is usually what you attract. That's so right. in, in order for someone to be able to put up with, you know, my level of crazy, <laughs> you know, it, it, she has to be as 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 equally. Um, I, I won't use I won't use the same word. She, she has to be as equally as energized. Uh, tough, tough. <laughs> tough. I like that. We'll, 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 we'll say tough, but okay. Yeah, I mean, a, a, a small, you know, a, a quiet, meek person uh, with my personality um, I would absolutely get bulldozed. Um, I feel if you. We were to try to. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. I think. Does that kind of speak to the 80-20 rule? Um, kind of. I mean, I, without veering off too too far left, it's kind of like you want relationships to be mutually beneficial, obviously. And 80% of the time, you know, you want things to, to run smoothly, working out. 20% of the time, maybe not so much. That's realistic. But you don't want it flip-flopped. You want somebody who's bringing something to the table. But you know what that comes to mind, Kadar, when we talk about bringing something to the table? is do men do they want an old-fashioned woman because it sounds like you don't want an old-fashioned woman um you know i guess i think it depends on the personality of the man um okay i agree what it is that he's looking for okay um me personally you know i've you know I've got hustle. I, you know, I, I like to, I like to do things. I like to, I like to get out in the community and and change the things around me. Right. Um, and because of that, you know, it, it makes me busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we've had discussions before and, you know, essentially it's that, you know, if, if, if I'm, if, if I'm not busy, I'm not changing the world around me. Okay. Um, but I'm, but at the same time, I can't lose focus of what I need to be doing at home. Mm-hmm. So, home is always number one to me when I'm out doing something in the community I'm trying to figure out how do I do this get it over with so I can get home I remember us talking in our conversation that night I love that you said that you help out around the house and like you do a lot of the cooking and that type of thing so I like that you said okay I want somebody who's a hustler but you're also at home doing those things as well because I think there's a lot of men out there I ain't going to say no names I ain't going to say no names but who expect their woman to go out there and um you know make the bacon and then come home and fry it up in a pan when they just sit down on their butts and watch the football game and I'm not feeling that <laughs> No I'm, I'm not either quite honestly the thing is that if you want your relationship and your marriage to work well, mm-hmm. um, I think you, you have to play to your strong suits. Yeah. Um, I I like to cook. I love you know, it. I, I enjoy it. Women uh, love a man who likes to cook <laughs> <laughs> and who can actually cook. <laughs> yes. I, I, I like to cook. I enjoy cooking. Um, I Not to toot my own horn, I am an excellent cook. Oh, toot um, toot. So, 
So rather than <laughs> rather than to try to force her, you know, force force this square peg in this round hole, mm-hmm. it makes more sense for me to just go ahead and do the cooking. Okay, now, I love on it. The other hand, like she's good with design. Okay, colors, color scheme, and different right. things like that. Yeah, you know, so when she wants to redo the living room, and, and like I, I don't really. I don't really put my two cents in it because that's not much my strong point. Okay, got it. So, so you have so your functioning clean. silos. That's what my husband likes to call it. <laughs> yes, yes, and, and, and well, I mean, and in things that it, it 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 allows us to, it really reduces the conflict because mm-hmm. if she doesn't like to cook, she yeah. doesn't enjoy cooking. Right. You know, every day when she leaves work, she's going to be dreading having to come home and cook. That's right. But if I don't mind it, if I enjoy it and I'm good at it, right. why would not why wouldn't I just do it? I love it. I love it. Because you know, there's a whole nother conversational piece about, you know, biological thing factors like, you know, men being the providers and the protectors and the women being the nurturers and staying at home and but now we just live in a new day and a new age and what used to roll in the past doesn't roll anymore. Speaking of biological factors, Kadar, so I saw on the Real Housewives of New York, Ebony K. Williams, shout out to my sorority sister, Skiwi, um, she was talking on a podcast, I think it was Charlemagne, the Breakfast Club, and she's a working woman. She's a businesswoman. She's very educated, but she says if she gets married, you know, she might still work, but she's not paying any bills. She says that she's going to um, take care of the kids. She's going to have a catered, uh, curated experience at home. You don't have to lift a finger. You don't have to do anything. When you come home, she'll have the kids ready, that kind of thing. And she doesn't think she should have to pay any bills at all. She says she might pay a cable bill. What are your thoughts about that? Sounds to me like she doesn't have any skin in the game. <laughs> oh, I mean, speak I'm, on it. Okay. Quite honestly, I mean, it's that if we're in this together, we're in this, we're in this together all right. the way out. Okay. Um, now, if she decides that she wants to continue working, why would you? Why would you then not, you know, put your income back into the home in mm-hmm. order to advance all of us here? Okay. Um, but I know, think she's an old school thinking of the man is providing everything, and so I'm providing all these things at home. And so she's going back to that old school thought. And so I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that. Because I will tell you this, Kadar, I have been both a working mother and a stay-at-home mother. Mostly I'd say a stay-at-home mother because we pick up and have to start over all the time with my husband's job. And when I was a working mother, I would be resentful a lot of the time. Not that my husband doesn't cook. He's a fantastic cook, but he does not clean in any way, shape, or form. So I'm working all day come home, men can just zone out, you know, um, for the most part. You sound like you were the exception to the rule and not the rule. And he wouldn't take care of the kids. I'm doing homework. I'm doing baths. I'm cooking. I'm doing dishes. And then you just think to yourself, what does it, it doesn't make sense for women to work outside the home. Not if you're in a relationship like that. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, quite honestly, I, I, I think that part of the issue that most men have complaints about you know, my wife, you know, she's always nagging me and she's doing this <laughs> and she's saying that. And, um, you know, we, we don't, uh, we don't have fun in the bedroom as often as I'd like to. And mm-hmm. all these other things is because quite honestly, 
you're allowing her to carry too much of the burden. Oh, okay. I like that. Speak on it, brother. Okay. So it's, I mean, quite honestly, it, 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 this is the home that you built together. Mm-hmm. You are equally as responsible for what goes on in this home as she is. Correct. And so if you're not a fan of cleaning. Yeah. Well, you know what? Call on a service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like there, 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 there are ways to get it. There are ways to get around this. But the fact of the matter is, is that you just punching the clock and coming home mm-hmm. is not enough. Yeah. You, Got you, it. You have to be, you have to be able and willing to give more of yourself in order to make sure that, you know, you're not overburdening your wife with too many tasks because quite honestly, if she has to go to work, mm-hmm. come home, do laundry, take care of kids, this, that, and the other. Yeah. And you decide to roll over in the middle of the night and say, hey, are you woke? <laughs> I understand why she, why, why, why she plays sleep. <laughs> Too funny. I love it. I love it. So, okay. I, I like that you sound like your marriage is very well balanced. And that's why you have such a successful one. So are you listening, people out there? This man is doing, he's putting in the work. I love it. I absolutely love it. Let's get back to the movie Love Jones. So speaking of marriages, how do we make it work? How do we stay in love? So I don't know if you remember the part where uh, Darius's friend, who was played by Isaiah, I forget what his last name is, and his wife had left him. They were separated for a while And he started dating some other girl. Darius was kind of like, hey, man, what's up with that? You're married. He was like, well, she's not here. So, I mean, you know, what's the deal? And so he was just like, falling in love ain't shit. Excuse my French. He was like, I want to learn how to stay in love. So can we talk about staying in love and those types of things? And how do you maintain a relationship through the ups and downs of life? So let's talk about that next. So we're going to talk about how to stay in love, how to maintain and keep that fire alive. I know when we were talking with you and your wife that night, you guys were really speaking to how you keep it sexy and how you keep the fire burning and your date nights and all these things. And I like how you and your wife don't let life just completely take over and you make sure you, you know, spend quality time with one another. What do you have to say about that? You know, I, you, you have to be intentional, um, right? To to just say that oh, we we're, we're busy, we don't have time. No, you 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 make time. You make time for the things that are important to you. Mm-hmm. You, you wake up, you go to work. You wake up, you go to church. You wake up and you, you do you do things that are important to you. You do them all the time, right? You know, if it's if it's important enough for you to put it on the, on your calendar, you know, why not why not add that? Exactly. Uh, so you know, quite honestly, I mean, it's like we kind of base we kind of base our relationship off of like our foundation i call it the three c's oh the three c's listen up y'all write this down okay that's communication okay commitment mm-hmm. and compromise oh i love it okay i don't like if the you... compromise part i ain't gonna lie to you, <laughs> i ain't gonna lie <laughs> but if, if, if you if you can build your relationship off of those three things you know, mm-hmm. the vast majority of what comes after that, you you can make your way through it. Okay. I like that. Um, That's good stuff right there. And so with, you know, with communication, you know, you got to talk about everything, big, small, and in between. Okay. Um, you know, commitment, you have to be committed to yourself, committed to, you know, to, to, your, to your, 
your spouse, to your marriage, to your relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I would like to uh, point in here. There is an issue that I think some people are missing that. What's that? They they believe that their, their marriage is a relationship. In my mind, the marriage and the relationship are two separate entities. Huh. Okay. Do tell. You can, you can have, you can have a marriage. Mm-hmm. And have and have a crap relationship. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. I get it. I see. You can have a relationship, but not have a successful marriage. All right. He's preaching to y'all. So I, I, I think that, you know, we have to understand that, you know, just because you're married, it means nothing if you don't have a relationship. You have to have a relationship in order for wow. the marriage to flourish and prosper. I love that. Say that for the people in the back. I love that. <laughs> I never thought about it like in that in those terms. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I mean, you, you can. You, we can all sit back and think of people who we know have been married for thirty years. Oh, and yeah. they have bad relationships. That's it. We can, we can also think of people who have been together for thirty years, decide to get married, and can't make the marriage work. That it ain't that the truth. I love that. The three C's. You're going to have to patent that. That's going to be in your book. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I, I definitely am, am going to include that uh, when I get around to writing it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you have to get around to writing it because you got some good stuff here. So what else do you and your wife do to keep things spicy? Keep it. I know the date nights, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, the thing is that we're intentional about it. You know, mm-hmm. we... Um, we're, we're wine people. We, we, we love good wine. Mm-hmm. Um, so our thing is like wineries. Okay. Uh, we love to go to wineries. We love to. So no Boone's love... Farm for you? No, no, no. <laughs> like, I mean, we like, we're, we're Just joking. We don't play around with the wine. Oh, they're very bougie. A wine consultant. Bougie. I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so you know, we go, you know, we find time, um, and we we go out and we we hit we go to wineries or mm-hmm. and we go to different festivals and different things like that. I mean, it's the, yeah. I, I think one of the disservices that people do is that they put their marriage on the back burner yeah. for their kids. That's right. Yep. And the problem and just is focus that, on the kids, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that if, as long as your as long as your marriage continues to thrive, the kids are just simply be taken care of. Right. That's it. And then there's going to come a time where those kids are gone, right? Because I am recently a a young empty nester, I might add, a very young one. (laughs) But yeah, now it's just me and my husband. And so if we didn't have a relationship, then it's just like, oh, hello, let me get to know you again. Who is this person? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, because the the, the worst thing you can have is is an empty nest and an empty relationship. Amen. Isn't that the truth? So let's talk a little bit more about that. Okay, so talking about being an empty nester, you know, my husband and I, we have a regular date night. And so that has been really good for us, Kadar, because, you know, my son is gone. He's off working in Denver on his own, doing his thing. My daughter just went off to Howard University. Shout out to HU, you know, and um, it's just us. And so at first we were kind of looking at each other like, oh, you know, we don't have anything else to focus on. It's just us. And so it's been nice to go out on more dates and that kind of thing. But so many couples don't know one another. They have forgotten, you know, who they are outside of the kids. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a sad thing. It's a travesty. Um, it is. The, you know, your spouse should be 
that number one person That's at, right. at, at, at all times. No, no, no matter what is going on, no matter how busy you think you are, mm-hmm. you can never allow your relationship to falter because you just simply didn't have time or your focus was elsewhere. That's right. You know, I mean. You, People you know, make time for what's important to them, don't they? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is that it, it's, it's more than just it's more than just making sure that I, you know, that I make time because I know you like it. No, no, no. You, you share my name. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you are part of my legacy. Oh, you know, yeah. When, 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 when you go out into the public, you know, people that, that know me and know you, mm-hmm. you know, you, you are a reflection upon me. That's exactly right. That's exactly and, right. I don't think I've so, ever heard it put like that. I like that. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, quite honestly, it's, it's when, when I look at you, I, I want to be able to see my reflection. And oh, yeah. when you're out in public, with me or without me, you know, I want to, ins- you know, my thought is that you, we want to, we want to ensure that neither one of us does anything that shines bad on the other. Exactly. 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 I love it. I love it. Well, Kadar, do you have any closing advice for our listeners? You know, all the single ladies out there, what, what advice would you give them in looking for a relationship? You know, quite honestly, I, I I think when you if you're looking for a serious relationship, you got to remember where you shop. Ooh. Um, you know, you you can't go to the electronic store looking for fresh produce. <laughs> True. So you make sure that where you go, you know, you understand. If you go to the club, you find a club guy. That's it. You know, but if you if you're looking for a certain type of man, you need to go where that type of man is. That's one. right. Two, you have to put out the vibes that you want to attract. Mm-hmm. If you want someone who is intelligent, responsible, has integrity, um, is a community leader, you, you need you need to exhibit those those same things. Um, but be intentional with what you're doing, mm-hmm. where you're going, and you know w- what your image says about you. The you know, and for our younger ladies, you know, the mm-hmm. less uh, the the more of a clean slate that you can come in with, the, be- the better off you'll be. I um, agree wholeheartedly. The less, the less baggage you bring, the more willing, you know, a man may be to say, hey, you know what, I can build something. I can build something with this one. But even, but even if, even if you've, even if you've, uh, if you're more mature, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, is that if you can be complimentary to whatever that man has going on in his life, mm-hmm for the most part, you know, he will, he will see that value in you. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. And the biggest value I believe is self-love because you're not going to find anything outside in the world. If you yourself don't have love within, what do you think about that? That's a, that that's absolutely correct. Because the thing is that I, I don't take responsibility for my wife's happiness. That's it. She, she is responsible for her own happiness. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm just here to be, uh, you know, a supplement to that <laughs> happiness. Exactly. It comes from within. I love it. I love it. Well, I just want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. This has been eye-opening and you have really dropped some jewels. And I want to leave the listeners with this quote. You know, I love a good quote. And it says, stop saying that marriage is just a piece of paper. So is money. But you still get up every day. And you work hard for it. What do you think about that, Kadar? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. 100%. 100%. So anything worth having is worth working hard for. That's it for Speaking Frankly. And until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Love Jones. Make sure to check me out next week for a brand new episode and subscribe to this podcast. You can find this podcast on the Anchor app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and all other platforms that have podcasts. Lastly, make sure to check me out on my website, JanaeFrank.com, where I also write about love, life, pain, and everything in between. Signing off, speaking frankly, and until next time, bye-bye.